you're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with some of the most passionate, hardworking, and limitless thinkers on this earth who have a story to share, a brand that inspires, or a fire inside of them to live life on their own terms. The intention behind each episode is simple, and that's to include you in these conversations so that you can learn, apply, and grow in your own life and in your business. If I can share one quick secret with you before we begin, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us, but perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. Tuning into Visionary Life will help you dust off the limiting beliefs you carry around so that you can begin to create your own most visionary life. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Hey, Visionaries, we are back with another episode. I've decided to double down and serve up twice weekly episodes to you during this pandemic that we're all experiencing. For some of you, you have more time on your hands and you're searching for all the inspiration and motivation to get that business started right now. So now you can double down on visionary life each and every week. I do recognize that for some, this collective global experience has left you with little time, and I certainly feel that way myself as my workload has increased. And so maybe for you, twice-weekly episodes doesn't work, and that's okay. You can just tune into the episodes that really appeal to you. But today, I'm sharing the audio from a recent online masterclass that I hosted on a topic that I'm so passionate about. Today, we're chatting about uncovering your business's unique marketing strategy and three ways to stand out. In this episode, I will equip you with the confidence to know why your customers should spend money with you. I'll share examples of businesses just like yours who have intentionally mastered their marketing, and I'll help you generate ideas in your mind as to how you can stand out right now during this crisis. I hope you enjoy it, and as always, if you have questions, just reach out. I'm sending you so much love, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, one more thing. Do you want to join the Visionary Social Media Challenge? Imagine hitting the reset button on your Instagram, unfollowing every single person, and committing to starting fresh. It's a scary thought, right? Here's the thing. You've had your Instagram account for over five years, and times have changed. You've changed. Let's hit reset together so that we can consciously curate a social media feed that brings us nothing but joy. Just go to kelseyridle.com slash links to save your spot. We begin on April 15th. I never thought I'd be this excited about tissue paper. Yeah, you heard me right. I got this package in the mail the other day filled with customized tissue paper, stickers, tape, and 100% compostable mailing envelopes, and it totally blew me away. Hear me out because there's a reason why small businesses everywhere are loving no issue. Your brand has a logo, right? Your brand has a brand aesthetic. Well, imagine being able to share that aesthetic through gift wrapping, stickers, and packaging. It's these types of touches that will set your brand apart from the rest. It makes your brand talkable, which is the focus of this episode. And word of mouth is seriously everything these days as it drives over 70% of consumer purchases. 
Customizing a product with no issue is easy and it certainly makes word of mouth travel fast when your customers see your custom packages. No Issue has an online platform that makes it easy for you to upload your logo and choose a design from their range of templates and colors, or you can upload a finished design. They also have a design team who are happy to help you through the process if you get stuck. But before you go customize your tissue paper and stickers, listen up. Use code VISIONARY at checkout to receive a special discount on your first purchase. That's visionary at checkout, and you can find them at noissue.ca, N-O-I-S-S-U-E dot C-A. On to the episode. So I'm very, very excited to share on the topic today of mastering your marketing strategy for your online business. And I decided to refine my usual presentation that I do to really speak to the world of online business right now, especially with what is going on in the world with this collective global crisis that we seem to be facing. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that this was super relevant uh, and giving you strategies that you can implement today in order to reach more people with your product or service. And the best part about most of these strategies is that they're very easy to implement. And so by the end of our time together, I hope that you will choose one thing that you can implement by the end of the day today in order to market your brand or your business more effectively during this time of crisis. So let's dive into it and feel free to use the chat box at any point throughout this presentation. If you're going to share any part of this uh, chat today, then please tag me at Kelsey Riddles, where you can find me on all social platforms. So first I want to share just in my world, what does it mean to master your marketing, right? Um, it's something that I think intimidates some people. They think, well, I'm not a master of marketing. Like I'm still in the, the beginning phases, but what I truly believe that it takes in order to master your marketing strategy for your business or your brand is to have something that is creative, unique, memorable, and successful, anything that you do that fulfills those four words that promotes or sells your products or service, that classifies as having mastered your marketing, okay? Being creative in the sense that you're not copycatting everyone else, being unique as well so that you stand out, memorable so that when you have a touch point with a potential consumer, they never forget you and successful because at the end of the day, you need to turn a profit and sell your offer in order to stay in business. So we need to make sure that any of the strategies that we employ are going to be successful in keeping clients with us and bringing in new clients. Okay. With what is going on in the world right now, we are all being forced to challenge everything. And we still need to sell our product or service, but we cannot be using the same methods that we were using two months ago. So I want you to think, what is a marketing effort that maybe was working for you a couple months ago that's actually no longer gonna be working for you today, right? It's time to shift 
all that we are doing, the way in which we talk about our brand, uh, the strategies that we use to reach people. The world is different and I know all of you are feeling that, but I see this as a massive opportunity to be an explorer, to be a scientist and to try new things. And if it fails, that's okay, but you need to keep shifting, to keep evolving. It's time to explore a brand new way of doing business. What may have worked two months ago, for example, a billboard on a major highway, that's not so effective right now because nobody's driving, right? We're all sequestered in our homes. But in order to master your marketing in this new time, maybe if your brand is a cola brand like Dr. Pepper, instead of having that billboard on the highway, what about creating a fun YouTube series that shares all the interesting ways that you can drink a Dr. Pepper with a scoop of ice cream or you could use it as a steak marinade. And then maybe you compile an associated ebook that shares all the recipes of how to use a Dr. Pepper and you send that out as a free resource or as a lead magnet. So that's an example of evolving with the times and making sure that your version of mastering your marketing is meeting people where they're at. Many of you will be familiar with the concept of home parties. Some businesses like essential oil business or different skincare products where somebody comes to your home and teaches using a product they want you to buy. So they're giving you an experience in home. So obviously these home-based parties are not working right now. So for people who are in that home party space and they still need to get their product in front of people, they're needing to think a little differently too. So what about hosting a virtual party where you can buy a pre-assembled kit in advance that maybe the business owner would put together and then it's sent out with all those raw materials to have a fun DIY creative night at home with a Zoom call that happens and you could still facilitate a gathering and an experience. It's just that you're not needing to travel to the actual home. So things are changing and this is gonna test your strategies in terms of can you evolve your marketing? And one thing that I wanna point out is that if you are trying to do it like everybody else is doing it right now, for example, you've seen everybody else bring their business online and start using Zoom. If you're doing it like everyone else, your customers have already tuned you out, okay? Now more than ever, we need you to be different. We need you to have those memorable moments to be creative and unique because if you're just copycatting, then what makes you actually stand out? The marketplace is crowded. It was before and it is even more so now. Mastering your marketing means pivoting quickly, which is kind of what I've been saying is that it's time to change. I remember at the, the beginning, middle of March, I was in BC and all of this coronavirus news was starting to spiral. And I remember flipping on the hotel TV and still really unsure of what this impact of the coronavirus would be. And I was met with a Tim Hortons commercial. 
And it wasn't your usual Tim's commercial. It was actually going through all their coronavirus precautions that they were taking. And they were saying, like, we're still here for you. We are still Canada's coffee. And it evoked these feelings of comfort and and joy. And I still felt that community when everyone was starting to isolate. And so this is an example of Tim Hortons pivoting their marketing really quickly and meeting the audience of people where they're at, right? We were all just starting to panic. And so instead of just blasting commercials of people assembling in their space when they knew they were gonna shut down all stores, they pivoted quickly and tweaked their messaging to be reflective of the current conversation in people's minds. So I'll turn this to you and ask you, have you seen any brands pivot their marketing successfully in the last few weeks? I think the brands who haven't are the ones that are not going to survive this crisis, right? When now when we're seeing commercials of um, things that just aren't relevant, it's so blatantly obvious that that is not a relevant marketing message, right? So in a time now where we are inundated with options where it comes to where we spend our money, especially with this heightened global e-commerce marketplace, I want you to think, do you know why people should spend their precious money with you and with your business? So today I'm going to chat about how you can get the confidence to know why customers should spend their money with you. I'm going to share some examples of businesses just like yours who have intentionally mastered their marketing. And I'm going to help you to generate some ideas to understand how you can stand out using marketing in this crazy, crazy time that we're in. So if I haven't met you yet, my name is Kelsey. I am a business coach and an online marketing consultant. I also teach an online course called The Visionary Method, and it helps people to create and launch their online business. I also usually say in presentations that I'm an adventure seeker. That's a bit limited right now. Uh, And that I'm a food lover, but my meals have been extremely bleak lately. And uh, I can't wait to dine at a restaurant in a few months time because uh, the food we've been eating over here is not all that exciting these days. (laughs) So I first fell in love with marketing and how we could master our marketing strategies when I was able to play a very small part in supporting the growth of a brand that is now worth almost a billion dollars. And that company is Vega. So over the course of four years of my life, I poured really everything I had into supporting the epic growth trajectory of this brand. And it was so amazing to see how many people we were impacting through our marketing efforts that made us stand out and that made a difference in people's lives. And looking back at my time at Vega, there were so many things that we did really, really well, which I can attribute to the fact that Vega ended up in the cupboards of almost every North American that I knew. It was insane. 
And I think it's important to note that I did not have marketing experience going into this role. But what I did have was a willingness to learn and to look outside of the nutrition industry at different strategies and to be a human being and not a robot when I thought about marketing and really just meet people where they were at and be kind and be generous. And so that really tipped me off to loving the idea of using marketing to grow a brand, grow a business and get people to fall in love with a product or service. I saw it as so possible because I was doing it every day through this company. So a few things that I learned from Vega and have taken with me through the past decade or so now into my own consulting business, that number one, using experiential strategies is a key tool that not enough people are taking advantage. And I'll explain that in, um, in a bit during this presentation. Number two, employing shareable moments. So what makes your brand or business shareable and talkable? And the third thing is to be different. Similar to how Vega came into the nutrition and plant-based protein category and was so different, I want your business to do the same. And with the ultimate goal of turning our customers into brand evangelists who talk about your business even when you're not around. Wouldn't that be nice, right? If they're growing the business for you, even when you're not there or not physically working on the marketing strategy of your business. I mentioned at the beginning, but all of these strategies are very cost effective and will not cost you a million dollar marketing budget, I promise. So the three secrets that I am going to share with you today are number one, to focus on experiences over transactions. Number two, to be different and not better. And number three, to understand what your talkable moment is. I'll go deeper on each of those. So the first one here is to create experiences, not transactions. So I'm going to reel this back to the field of experiential marketing. Some of you may have heard of it. Some of you may not have. And so experiential marketing is really any strategy that helps your customer experience your brand so that they feel more connected to you. And typically we see experiences as face-to-face -face or human-to-human -human things, but that's not how it has to be. Our world has changed and we're, you know, in, it's April 2020, we can't really leave our homes. So we've gotta be innovative with the way we provide an experience. So rather than thinking, I need to sell, 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 why not think instead, how can I deliver an unparalleled experience to my customer so that of course they're gonna buy? You know, there's no doubt in their mind that once they've experienced your product or your service or your offer, they're 1000% gonna buy because they're that invested in supporting brands that they've had a really positive experience with. Experiential marketing, and for anyone who's not sure, this could be like trying a sample of a new pasta sauce at Costco. They're giving you an experience and maybe the chef is wearing like a fun hat and an apron and there's Italian music playing. 
that's an experience that a brand is delivering. They're saying, yeah, like our Nona makes this sauce in Italy and now you're trying it, right? Um, so experiential marketing can deepen relationships. It can help a sale feel less like a transaction. It kind of boosts that dopamine within, within us. It allows for connection, similar to that demo. You get to interact with someone fr from the brand. It allows more time spent with a, a potential customer. So you actually get to sit down, whether virtually or in person, and, and kind of storytell and build a relationship. And ultimately, that leads to less time between awareness of your product or service and the time in which someone actually purchases it. So you've probably experienced experiential marketing for many, many years now. It's not new, okay? It's just that maybe you've never put a name to it. So I want you to think of an a famous experiential campaign. It's about a decade ago, maybe two decades ago, that was aimed to promote a brand using a blind taste test. So what company used a blind taste test to promote their brand. It was very experiential. Pepsi, yes. Way to go, Staples. <laughs> so that's it. Pepsi, you may have experienced it before. And it uh, looks like my video is not going to work. But again, you could Google the Pepsi taste challenge. So this was an incredible challenge that was not aimed at selling at the consumer, okay? Never once did the cool street team um, where you would go up to them, they'd be at the theme parks in the mall, and they'd be like, okay, here, mix, mix, mix. There's two cups. I want you to try them and tell us which cola you like better. And they wanted you to choose Pepsi, and the other one was Coca-Cola, okay? Never once did they at the end say, oh, you got it right, so you love Pepsi, now buy a case, or you got it wrong, so why don't you buy this, or like, here's a coupon to go buy. No, they just brought you into the experience, they had you sample, they would like cheer you on whether you got it right or wrong, they would send you home with a free can of Pepsi at the end of it. Never once did they pitch you, right? They just delivered an experience and it was fun, it was relatable, it created so much buzz, tons of people would be crowding around the Pepsi booth. It was so, so neat to watch that in action. In my own world, this was many years ago, we would do this at Vega, we would set up these pop-up shops and we would put this blender bike which you're seeing on the left and we would have teams of people and we'd be sampling all the different flavors of the product. Never once were we trying to do a hard sell, like pitching or putting people in sales funnels. We were just saying, come on under the tent, ride our blender bike and blend a smoothie. Tell us which of the seven flavors you like the most. Ask us your questions. We delivered an unparalleled experience when you didn't expect it, when you're grocery shopping. Like who expects that while they're grocery shopping, right? And people ended up just walking away with $70 tubs and bing, 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 the cash register was ringing. So now I realize that at this point, we're not able to provide those in-person experiences anymore, right? So whether you have a food-based product where you used to do demos or any other situation, any industry, you probably had an experience that helped you capture clients. Well, you're not able to do that right now. So we need to bring the experience online. So if I think about a brand, let's just go with Barnana, they're dried banana pieces. So instead of 
giving people free samples at a grocery store, maybe instead they host an online webinar and they send out a coupon that you can use to order through your favorite health food retailer and get a sample pack of Barnana for half off or something like that. And maybe it's not just a regular webinar, but the founder of Barnana comes on and shares their story and is very excited. And all of a sudden the demo is not with just a random person at the store, the demo is with the founder. That would be impossible if we were still doing these at store level, but instead we can make the online experience even better than the in-person experience, right? So. When you think about the virtual experience that you provide, don't see it as an alternative or a second best. Your virtual experience can be even better than what you were doing a couple months ago, okay? So really get your thinking cap on. How can I deliver an experience to customers that's even better than what it was a few months ago? And if you were never delivering an experience to your customers, you better start thinking of how you can do that. So the second secret that I wanna share in mastering your marketing is to strive to be different and not better. So like I, went, like I said um, at the beginning, that quote that said, the more you try to fit in, the more your customers will tune you out. Um, in order to stand out these days, it's important that you're different. And when you're different, people talk about you, okay? So striving to be different, so you put yourself in the league of your own, rather than just being like, okay, well, every other fitness facility is doing this, so let me just try to do the same that they did and make my price a little bit cheaper. That would just be being better. But what if you could be so different that you weren't even competing with people in your industry? Does that resonate? I hope it does because if you're just trying to incrementally be better than everyone, nobody's paying attention to you, okay? But when you're different, everybody's paying attention to you. There's an amazing, amazing author and speaker. Her name is Sally Hogshead, and she says that different is better than better. So let's talk about that concept. I love to share this story of a burger place in California and it's probably closed right now, but we can talk about it anyways. So this is not your average burger experience. It's Skip's Kitchen, that's the name of the restaurant, and they are different, not better. Here's why. A guy named Skip, he's working at a restaurant called Applebee's in the US, maybe some of you have been there before, and he's like, you know what, I think I wanna open my own burger shop. And all of his friends are like, you're crazy, good luck, man. Like there's a million burger shops in California. But he does it anyways. And he decides he's gonna do something so different that he's not even gonna compete with the other burger shops. So he opens Skip's Kitchen. And instead of giving people table numbers when they order to put on their table and then they deliver the order, he decides that he's gonna fan out a deck of cards. And then everybody who places an order gets to choose a card from the deck. And if it's an ace, they get their meal for free. And when they get that ace, if they do, confetti falls from the sky, music comes on, all the employees are clapping, everybody's taking social media screenshots, like it's a party in the restaurant, okay? So yes, it cost him a little bit of money because four out of every 52 cards is an ace, but it's so different that it's gaining a ton of buzz. 
like I said, everyone's bringing out their phone. They're taking social media snapshots and sharing it. And he's got lineups for days. Everybody wants to go to Skip's Kitchen because everybody wants to see if they'll be the lucky one to get their order for free. So this would be an example of being different and not better. Better would just be opening a burger shop and either having the best price or the best homemade patty or really good onion rings or a delicious milkshake or a fun decor. That's just being better. But when you're different, that is a very, very differentiating factor that you could win a free meal and there's a party when someone pulls an ace. That makes you stand out. Something else you can do simply to be different and not better is instead when when somebody follows your business on Instagram or on Facebook, instead of just ignoring them, which let's be honest, most people, you get a new follow and you're like, great, someone new followed my business. To be different than every other business, why not send a voice note or a video message? That's different. With all this extra free time that I've had, not free time necessarily, but time at home to repurpose, I have been sending out private voice notes and private video messages of me saying, hey, thanks for the follow. I see you're a nutritionist. What school did you go to? Or, hey, I see you have a jewelry store in this town. Have you figured out how to bring it online yet? And that, in my eyes, is something that's different than what most people are doing rather than just celebrating a new follower and then moving on to a new task, right? Another example of something that's different, a man named John Krasinski, who was on The Office, you may have seen that he launched a TV show web series called Some Good News, right? And it really is like highlighting just the good of the news right now, not just harping on the negative stuff, which all news outlets does. So if he wanted to launch a news outlet and just try to be a little bit better than the average news show um, or just kind of mimic what every other broadcaster was doing from home, he probably wouldn't have been that successful. But he decided to be super different and kind of do this makeshift show where he only focused on positive news. And go figure, this web series has blown up. And that's because it's different. We were all hungry for this. So it's a pretty awesome way to to gain traction and know that it doesn't take a lot. It just means you need to flip your mindset to ask, how can I do this differently? People want the news. They're going to spend time online. But instead of just doing what every other news show is doing, I'm going to make it different. And he focused only on positive news. By the way, his following has grown like by millions and millions every single day. It's crazy, okay? I like to say that same is lame. People talk about what's different and ignore things that are average. So if you look at your content, if you look at your marketing and you think it's average, then that's exactly how people are going to see it too. So ask yourself, what makes my brand different from my competitors. The third secret of mastering your marketing is to curate a talkable moment. And I'll use the words talkable and shareable interchangeably. For example, you may have shopped at a store, a grocery store called No Frills before. 
And what No Frills did that is not only different, but it's also very talkable and shareable, which is what we're talking about. They launched a clothing line last year. And most grocery stores are not launching branded clothing. So yes, this falls under the different category, but it was so top talkable and shareable because it's almost comical. So No Frills is a discount grocery store and they launched a clothing brand called Hauler, H-A-U-L-E-R. And it was almost like a satire, a play on like cheap clothing. Like I'm a hauler and I shop at No Frills and people wanted to be aligned with the brand and they did only a limited print of all the t-shirts and sweatshirts. Everybody wanted it. People were sharing on their Instagram if they did get one of the shirts because they were in such high demand. And I swear, everyone who I knew was talking. They were saying, did you see that No Frills had this epic success in a clothing line? And we couldn't stop talking about it. So not only does that meet the category of being different, because usually grocery stores don't sell their personal branded clothing, um, but it's also very much a talkable and shareable moment. So think, what is encouraging people to talk about your brand? Word of mouth is such a powerful marketing strategy and 74% of consumers identify word of mouth as a key influencer in their purchasing decisions. So if you don't have a word of mouth strategy, then are you missing out on 74% of consumers? I hope not. (laughs) One of the best ways for you to grow your business right now, especially during times of crisis, when we can't leave our homes, we can't act on our traditional marketing mastery methods, is to have your customers talking about your business for you, right? Think about that. If you can continue to deliver an amazing product or service and there's a team of 10 or 20 or 100 or 1,000 people talking and sharing on your business and sharing it forward through Instagram or telling friends via their nightly phone calls, well, you're going to have a lot of success. There's that little share button that I've circled here on Instagram and it's amazing the power of somebody sharing what you are creating as a business. So that's that little arrow button, right? You'll launch a new crazy pair of Crocs or whatever this image is showing us. And if people like it, then all they're gonna do is hit that button and share it forward to their audience. So if you have a moment like that, that you can get people to share your brand for you, that is pure gold. You may have eaten at a restaurant called the Cheesecake Factory before. They are a company that very much takes advantage of the word of mouth and the talkable moments in their business. So what do they do that's so interesting? Number one, their menu is 70 pages long or something bonkers like that. Number two, their portion size is massive. Number three, that means that everybody walks out with a bag um, branded with the Cheesecake Factory. So let's break that down. Number one, their menu is huge. They say that something like 60% of people who eat at the Cheesecake Factory 
tell a friend about how big the menu size is within the following 30 days. So guess what? That's not an accident. The Cheesecake Factory keeps a long menu because they want people to talk about it. Why are their portion sizes so big? Because they want you to walk out with leftovers carrying a Cheesecake Factory bag. So these are very talkable moments because then when you leave Cheesecake Factory and you're walking with your bag, someone's going to stop you. You see a friend from high school and they're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, were you just at Cheesecake Factory? And you're like, yes, that place is crazy. Have you ever seen their menu? I'm so overwhelmed and I'm stuffed. It's talkable, right? I love this meme that says, my daughter said her English class requires a thousand pages of summary or of summer reading. So we went to the Cheesecake Factory and I handed her a menu. If you've ever eaten there before, you know that their menu is huge. So in the case of Cheesecake Factory, the menu is the ad for them. That's marketing. And the guests are the marketing department. So see how when your customers can share your message on your behalf, that goes a whole lot further than just blindly blasting people with random TV or radio ads. So don't ignore word of mouth because 50 to 91% of businesses or of business can come from referrals. So if you wanna boost your business by 50% or more, you need referrals. You need a word of mouth marketing strategy. And the smartest companies have strategies to ignite word of mouth chatter. There's actually a plan behind it. <laughs> One of my guru mentors in the marketing world is a guy named Jay Bear, and he says that you need to make a strategic operational choice that compels conversation. And I love, love, love that phrase. It's not by accident. Another one of my favorite marketing gurus is a guy named Seth Godin, and he says that advertising is a tax paid by the unremarkable. And I think this fits so well into really summing up the three concepts that I've chatted about today, because none of them are what we call traditional advertising. Giving people an experience is not advertising in the traditional sense. Being different, that's not advertising. Having a moment in your business journey, in your consumer's journey that's talkable or shareable, that's not advertising. So if you're paying for things like Facebook ads, if you're paying for things like a billboard on the local highway, that's a tax you have to pay because you are not a remarkable business. So why not think about the ways, like I just discussed, that you can set your business into a league of its own and truly have a strategy that stands out, that people say, wow, you have really mastered this marketing thing. And you go, I just thought a little differently than everybody else. So that magic formula of mastery, once again, is having an experiential moment, being different, and having a talkable or shareable moment. So today I promise to equip you with the confidence to know why your customers should spend money with you. I wanted to share examples of businesses that are intentionally mastering their marketing. I think I shared lots there. 
Um, and I wanted to generate ideas in your mind as to how you can stand out using marketing principles. So I'm not telling you exactly what you need to do. There's no one right formula for every business. You need to think. You need to put that visionary marketing cap on and dream big. Get a journal out. Jot down any idea that comes to mind and get those wheels turning. I love this quote by Paul Pappas and he says, the last best experience anyone has anywhere becomes the minimum expectation for the experience they want everywhere. So when you are selling your product or service, always make sure that you are being exceptional, you are being remarkable, you are delivering an experience, you are different than the rest, and that you are so talkable so that you're meeting that last best experience and hopefully you, your business, is the best experience in every consumer's mind so they compare every other product or service to you and that would be the ultimate goal. So that is it for my presentation today. Um, There is where you can find me on email and on my website. And for anybody watching this, whether real time or replay, um, I'm happy to jump on the phone and do a 15 minute marketing mastery session with you to brainstorm how you can embody all of these concepts in your business. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis, so if you could help me out by rating and reviewing this show on your iTunes app, I would be so grateful. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories. Just make sure to tag me at Kelsey Rydell. If you're feeling stuck, uninspired, stagnant, bored, or confused in what your next step should be, it's time to take action. Please reach out because I would love to connect with you. I'll catch you in the next step.